Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of Beyond the Dome. I am John Dodaro. Joined with me, Carlin Jacob, as always. And Howdy. Carlin, on, we are recording this on a Tuesday. and Afternoon. Tuesday afternoon, afternoon. yeah. That's right. for us. This is very weird for us. And honestly, this whole episode right here kind of just came out on the fly because we did not prepare this days ago. But the Academy has officially released the Oscar nominations for movies. The top awards for movies, the nominations are out. The Oscars are on March 8th, I believe. It's in March. Is it a Friday? Yeah, it's... I'm not sure exactly what day. If you could verify it, that'd be nice. But yeah, Oscars are coming around the corner and it's award season. And I know the Golden Globes have happened. I know some other award shows have happened too. So March because 10th. of some of March 10th, I was close. So because of all the other awards, I think people were kind of anticipating certain people to be nominated, certain people to not be nominated. And there were some surprises to say the least. We'll go through most of them. We'll go through like the big names, the big awards. We're not going to do all of them. But first, before we go through the awards, I want to go through the snubs. Some of the big snubs I was reading about. So I'm looking at this list. I have some of my own, too, that I'm, was not included on this list. This is from Discussing Film on Twitter or X. And these were some of the misses or the snubs. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was not nominated for Best Actor, and I'm going to save the other person they listed for later. No Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was never nominated for animated film. Actually, some of these I'm going to save for when we go through each category. Rachel McAdams was not nominated for Supporting Actri- Actress. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse was not nominated for Original Score. That's been nominated for other things. So Across the Spider-Verse did not get nominated for original score. And here's the big one. Here's one of the big ones. I know you've been saying you've wanted to see this movie. I have seen this movie. The Iron Claw got zero nominations. Zero. And I'm sad with that. And one of the big ones, Zac Efron, who plays one of the lead characters, was not nominated for Best Actor. That's the biggest slub, but the biggest snub, I think, the Iron Claw. I know you said you wanted to watch that movie very soon, but it did not get nominated at all. So, at least for me, I'm very sad. John Wick 4 did not get nominated. Uh, Priscilla did not get nominated. Only two nominations for the movie Past Lives, and there were some more. We will go through them, and I'm using the Academy story on Instagram to go through them, but... It's time to get through this. So, nominees for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. I'll read them off first, and then we could give thoughts. Uh, Sterling K. Brown from American Fiction. Robert De Niro from Killers of the Flower Moon. The next two you and I saw together, actually. Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer. Ryan Gosling in Barbie. And Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. So, I'll just ask you... We saw Oppenheimer and Barbie. Who did you like better between the two? If you had to say. Ryan Gosling being Ken was very funny. It was, he was perfect for the role. Um, outstanding. But 
Oppenheimer with RDJ was something. Because the whole time, uh, spoiler, obviously if you've never seen Oppenheimer, but it's a little <laughs> it's a little late for that. Um the whole time it makes you want to think that RDJ is like trying to support Oppenheimer and then he just tears him down at the end. Um it's a great three act movie. It's a very long movie, but I think RDJ does a great role. I think he will win Best Supporting Actor. He won it at the Golden Globes, so yeah. I can I can see him winning it here as well. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. probably the favorite, and he would be the person I would pick as well. So Mark Ruffalo is also nominated. So Iron Man and the Hulk were both nominated for awards here. Uh, and then Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon. That movie is like three hours and 40 minutes long. And I'm going to say that name a couple more times, I think. It's on Apple TV if you want to watch it. I've yet to watch it. I'll probably take a day to watch it at some point. But moving on, costume design. Barbie gets nominated again here. Uh, I'm not going to say the person whose name is underneath. Barbie was nominated. Killers of the Flower Moon nominated. Napoleon, movie from Joaquin Phoenix was nominated Oppenheimer was nominated and poor things was nominated too. poor things is still in theaters. And before we keep going, I might as well start with this too. the top movies that were nominated before we keep going. Oppenheimer has the most nominations for these Oscars here, 13 nominations for Oppenheimer. So Oppenheimer is the favorite poor things had 11 killers of the flower moon had 10 Barbie at eight. Maestro had seven. The Holdovers has five. American Fiction has five. The Zone of Interest, five. Anatomy of a Fall, five. Napoleon, three. Nyad, two. And Past Lives, two. Just real quick, how many of those have you seen? I am curious. Not much. Not much? I've I heard really good things have... about like the cow, uh, Flower of the Killer Moons. I've heard really good things of that. I've seen Barbie. I've seen Oppenheimer. Um, but I haven't really seen too, too much. The more of the academies to me is more like random films you've never heard of. (laughs) Essentially, like your big blockbusters aren't going on there. Minus Oppenheimer or Barbie. Like they would have to truly be a big event for it to be on there. Yeah. And I kind of agree with you. I've yet to see a lot of these that could change as it gets closer since some of these are on streaming right now. Uh, Maestro, uh, my family saw Maestro, and they did not like it as much. So that was an interesting one. Uh, I heard Napoleon got average reviews, too. I'm not intending to see that. Killers of the Flower Moon I plan to see at some point. But shout out to Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. If there's going to be a movie that runs away with awards, it would probably be Oppenheimer. But So... I disagree. Really? I think this is different. Golden Globes is weird to me because, like, obviously Oppenheimer stormed the Golden Globes, but I have a feeling that Barbie might run away with some things. No. Well, okay. We're going to get into why not. We're gonna, I'm going to get into why not because we're going to keep going through. And I'll, I'm going to yeah, tell you some of the it. snubs. I'll give you some of the snubs that were given to Barbie in a little bit, and we could debate those. So costume design, we already did. Makeup, I'll just give some shout-outs. Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and Society of the Snow got nominations. But here's the thing. 
Barbie didn't get nominated for this. For makeup and hairstyling? Yeah. I guess. For, like, some of the Barbie dolls and Ken dolls, yeah. Yeah. It's nothing crazy, but some of the Barbies, I would say a little bit. Yeah, there's two there's two big ones we'll get to. Two big ones that Twitter was talking about a lot. But live action short film, we're not gonna talk about that, no offense. Animated short film, I don't know any of them. Adapted screenplay. So American fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, poor things, and the zone of interest. All nominated. What is adapted for- screenplay. So essentially, adapt. So there's original and adapted screenplay nomination. So adapted means it essentially comes from something else. Something like Oppenheimer okay. is based off of a book. Book. So Barbie's based example. off a doll. Okay, makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. So these were all based off of something else, and cool. the original screenplay, which I'm about to say right now, is completely original stories. So Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May December. And past lives were all original screenplay nominees. So, moving on. Here comes the big actor and actress ones here. Actress in a supporting role. Uh, Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer got nominated. Danielle Brooks from The Color Purple. This one surprised me. America Ferrara, Ferrara from Barbie. She played the mom in that movie. She got nominated. That was one of the surprising ones. She was not nominated for a Golden Globe or anything else. Jodie Foster from Nyad. That was another surprising one from People. And this is probably the favorite here from previous awards. Devine Joy Randolph from The Holdovers. She is the favorite to win this one. But at least for me, I'll, I'll just say real quick. From the two movies I have seen, Emily Blunt and Oppenheimer was... She was very good. She didn't have like a lot of screen time, I would say. She only had like a few big scenes, but the scenes that she was in, she did she very, did well. very yeah, well. Yeah, she was very well in it. And then, I don't know about you, I'll say my opinion first. Uh, America Ferrara and Barbie, her, I didn't care for her character. And I think they really only gave her this nomination. They only gave it, I think, just for that big monologue she had in the third act. Like well, yeah, when she her was talking part, to Barbie, her whole part was the third act in that movie, essentially. Yeah, and then her running from Will Ferrell. That's it. Yeah, like I think it was she was really only nominated just for that big monologue. I think she just gave up. That. Remember, she gave up on Barbie, and her daughter's like, "No." She had thoughts about dying, but it was never explored any farther or thoughts about death we're not we're not talking about our flaws with barbie right now let's continue (laughs) let's continue but yeah that was a surprising one but like i said this will probably go to davine joy randolph from the holdovers so original song hopes up original song is next oh my first off i'm gonna say it where is peaches like seriously like come on I know, like, would Peaches win? No. But I feel like it should have been nominated. 100%. That song went viral. And I think it should have been nominated. I uh, Real quick, The Fire Inside. I'm just Ken. Uh, sorry, wait, I should say what it's from. 
the fire inside from Flaming Hot. I'm just Ken from Barbie. It never went away from American Symphony. Oh, mom. <laughs> Don't even try to pronounce this next one. From it's, the uh... Flowers of the Killer Moon. A song for my people. A song for my people. Hey. And then hey. what was I made for from Barbie? I think I'm just Ken's Killers. Killers, Killers of the Flower Moon. Like, let's specify that. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's I'm prob- just Ken. So... Okay, here, here, I want to say my opinion real quick. I think it's okay. between I'm just Ken and what was I made for. From what I've seen. I don't know from Killer of Flowers Moon how I've seen it. Same with American 70, same with Flame and Hot. I would have if we uh, started this podcast a little while ago. We were going to do all this. But I, it's between I'm just Ken and what was I made for. I'm just Ken is just such a fun song. But if you want to talk about a deep meaning song, it's What Was I Just Made For by Billie Eilish. Yeah. I think that's – I think if I had a pick, it's going to be What Was I Made For, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. It's more of a legitimate song too. Some people are saying that Dua Lipa's song from Barbie also was kind of snubbed as well. And I'd honestly put that in over I'm Just Ken because no offense to like that and Peaches, they're kind of just like – comedy songs, songs in a way yeah. like cheap but here's the thing. songs if you put i'm just kidding you have to put peaches in yeah i agree with you uh it should be the one for billy eilish but it was funny so the billy eilish one won the golden globe but then ryan gosling won the i'm just ken in like the i think it was like the bafta awards or something like that and, and he his was face he was, he was so he was surprised <laughs> he's probably but... thinking like oh i gotta perform at the oscars now <laughs> Yeah, Billie uh, Eilish is going to walk away with the uh, winner there. She uh, should. She should. Uh, no, uh, let's talk about original score real quick. Um, so obviously you got Poor Things. You got Oppenheimer. Killer of the Flower Moons. American Fiction. Indiana Jones and the Dow. You've seen Indiana Jones. Yeah. Do you think it's worth it? Because here's the thing. John Williams has directed, has done the score for so many movies. You're talking Star Wars, I'm pretty sure. You're talking Indiana yeah. Jones, obviously. You're talk like you're talking big block poster movies, like soundtracks that were like Picasso essentially. Yeah. Does he deserve it for Indiana Jones? So I I would say maybe, but then when I see that a movie like Spider Man across the Spider Verse got snubbed in this category, I would say no. And also, I've not seen John Williams nominated in the other award shows so far. So I think, I think this was a legacy award or like a a legacy nomination. Nation. Sometimes they'll just they'll give somebody a nomination just for their overall work. Like last year, have you seen everything, everywhere, all at once? Last year, no, but I know it like one big last year. Yeah, it won big, but the one that I heavily disagreed with, it was Jamie Lee Curtis winning Best Supporting Actress yeah. when she was not as good as her other co-star, who was also nominated and was way better. Yeah. But they gave it to Jamie Lee Curtis because of her legacy, legacy. in a way. So, so they could go to John Williams for his legacy. Well, let me continue, though. But <laughs> I think he was nominated because of that, but... Ludwig uh, Gordonson has been winning everything, and I think he's going to win here too. I think he's the favorite as well. I don't think John Williams is going to win this, especially for Indiana Jones. I don't think it was anything spectacular. 
but it's probably going to go for Oppenheimer here. I think it's going to be one of the easier ones. It would surprise me. But documentary feature film, I'll just name them off. I don't, I've not seen any of these. Bobby Wine, The People's President, The Eternal Memory, Four Daughters, To Kill a Tiger, 20 Days, and Murray Pole. Those were all nominated. Uh, Short film, eh, we're skipping that, sorry. So my question for the next one. Nominees for International Feature Film. Is that like, what are we counting as an international feature film? Beyond the U.S. That never came to the U.S., Okay, that's because, not it. Because so, if if we're talking like, because here's my question for you, you're gonna yeah. explain this to me. Godzilla, oh, the we're new actually, Godzilla minus one. I forgot. Would that be yeah. if you would throw? Would that be thrown in that category? Yes, it would be. And it wasn't. It wasn't. I'll get to Godzilla minus one right after we I mentioned this, and that because that was snubbed in my opinion, of many things, too, along with the Iron Claw. But for this, these are shown in the, I believe, in the U.S. as well. Uh, at least back when Parasite in 2019, that was a Korean movie, and I saw it in a U.S. theater. I'm not sure if it was nominated for this same award as well, but it's an international movie, too. So the only one that seems familiar to me that I've heard of is uh, the zone of interest, but I think they are shown in the U.S. as well, if not streaming. I bet some of these are probably on streaming too. So, but Godzilla minus one. Let's let's just mention that real quick before we move on. That was Carlin and I's. We've talked about it on at least inside the dome before. That was one of our favorite movies of the year. Oh, it was very good. And, and I they think it they has did a get nomination. Nominated. They did get nominated. one thing. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, visual effects. Visual, yeah, visual effects. That was it. And I'm sad for that. I'm very sad. It was a very good movie, and it crossed over a hundred million worldwide too. For a fifteen million dollar movie, that's a good accomplishment. So, shout out to Godzilla minus one. Carlin and I really yeah. enjoyed it. We'll talk about it more once we get to the nomination and that. But feature film. Yeah. We're finally getting into the movie movies. Um, so, obviously, you got the boys and the heron. The boy and the heron, I would say, for heron. animated feature film. Okay. Elemental uh, pneumonia, I guess. Robot dreams and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Obviously, if I had to pick it, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I think that movie has still changed the way we watch movies. Um n- Obviously, with Into the Spider-Verse, it won a lot because it deserved a lot. But Across the Spider-Verse is still a very good movie. It's not my favorite movie I've ever seen. But between all the other choices that I've seen, in my opinion, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I gave it like a 9 out of 10 when we did an episode review on that. It's very good. It's might It might be better than Into the Spider-Verse. It might be. Some people might think it is. And I got nominated for a lot back then. So this one, this movie didn't get nominated for as much. But the Golden Globe, the, the winner went to The Boy and the Heron. So it's not a lock for Spider-Man to win this one. And some other snubs that happened 
for animated feature film, I would say. The Super Mario Brothers movie did not get nominated, as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, any thoughts on Mario not getting nominated? Mario broke a billion dollars. It did. Won a few movies to do it last year. The Academy did not care. And uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I never saw it, but I heard it was really good. Yeah, they gave to Elemental of all movies. I, I don't, don't know. I, I've never seen. I Elemental, heard Elemental's so. not bad, but yeah, yeah. I'm happy they didn't give it to Wish. I heard that got mixed reviews. But moving on to production design, so Barbie got nominated. Killers of the Flower Moon got nominated. Napoleon got nominated. Oppenheimer and Poor Things. Production design. That's um I mean, that's like I sense. said, we only saw Yeah. We only it's, saw it, two of the five. It's gonna be Barbie. I can yeah. tell you right now it's gonna be Barbie. Just because the way the Barbie has colors and the way that they did certain things, it's gonna be Barbie. I think Barbie is gonna win. Oppenheimer had I heard sets. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I've I don't know who won it for the Golden Globe. I know Poor Things is known for like its sets and everything like that. Killers of the Flower Moon as well. So I should probably pull up the Golden Globe winners as well, but that's kind of tough. But film editing: Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer and poor things. I'd want to give to Oppenheimer because the way that they edit it, just first off, like the black and white scenes to the normal scenes and how they do it in a timely order and the way they do it, I think it was very good. And so, probably the get- sound, which I want to bring that into this right now. Uh, the sound, uh, the creator, uh, Mestro, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, which is not called Part 1 anymore. It's literally just called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. They renamed it. Yeah. And then Oppenheimer and Zone of Interest. And Oppenheimer with sound effects, I remember seeing in the theater and John and I watched it because John saw it before me. And the bomb goes off. <laughs> and him and I are sitting there. And it's like quiet because they muted it. Now all of a sudden it turns on. And I remember jumping. And John looked at me and started laughing. He's like, you knew that was coming too, didn't you? I was like, yeah, I did. Oh, it was it was very good. The sound in Oppenheimer was good. And I think just too, because Oppenheimer has been winning things over the past couple months, I bet it could win here too. So I wouldn't be surprised. I'll give a quick shout out to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning because I don't know if it gets nominated elsewhere. It was a very good movie. Very good, and one of the reasons why it struggled in the box office was because it came out one week before Barbenheimer did. So all of the momentum for Mission Impossible got killed by Barbie and Oppenheimer. So quick shout out to that movie, though. It was one of the better movies of 2023. But visual effects, the creator got nominated. Visual effects, real quick. Are we talking just like stuff they put in? Not what they do. Yeah, it's almost Either like the CGI award. It's I think it's like the CGI award in a way, just visual okay. effects. So 
Trevor movie is the best CGI. So yeah. the creator got nominated. Godzilla minus one, which we mentioned, is the only award that that movie was nominated for. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. So it got nominated for more than one thing. In Napoleon, and I've seen three of the five movies here, and I'll give out the shout out to Godzilla because everything in Godzilla was off of a $15 million budget while you got these other movies that have like 200 plus million. So because of that alone, I almost just want to say, give it to Godzilla. I don't know if you agree or not for that. So do I, I, I would agree with agree with you. I think if it will, but here's the thing, if you give it to them, I feel like they're going to be like, well, we only had like $15 million. You know, like it's going to be between, but for what they had with $15 million was great. And it yeah. beats some of the big blockbuster movies. Um, there's better CGI in that movie than some others. Now, granted, John and I told each other uh, when we talked about it on the podcast, uh, you would look and then you could tell like it was CGI because of like something there. But then again, they didn't have a high budget. So yeah, Godzilla Minus One had a great, great uh, VFX. I don't know who else would win it. Um, yeah. Guardians wasn't bad. It wasn't great, though. I don't think Guardians was special to me. With, like, the effects? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, Guardian CGI is almost like any typical good Marvel movie, I would say. I'd say Godzilla Minus One, and especially two. If that's gonna be the only thing it's nominated for, give it the award. Exactly. Give it the award. But, Cinematography... Nominees for Cinematography, El Conde got nominated. Killers of the Flower Moon, once again nominated. Maestro got nominated. Oppenheimer and Poor Things. And before we go on, I do want to see Poor Things at some point. Hopefully it comes to streaming soon because it's nominated for a lot of things. So especially like when we talked about like set designs and all that, and we were looking at only Barbie and Oppenheimer. I'd like to see like what some of these other movies got to because they can step up. I think these other movies probably have good, if not better set designs. So Oppenheimer cinematography, though, is very good. I could, if Oppenheimer is going to roll through these awards, that would be my prediction right there. But actor in a leading role. So here's the big ones here. So Bradley Cooper, maestro. He got nominated. Coleman Domingo from Rustin got nominated and he's actually one of the guys who is rumored to potentially play the king the conqueror he was one of the i guess fan picks for people to play king uh paul giametti from the holdovers killian murphy from oppenheimer and jeffrey wright from american fiction and a little fun fact uh jeffrey wright plays the watcher in what if if you've seen What If and Marvel, so little fun fact there. If you had a prediction, Carlin, who would you go with? I've only seen one of them. It was Killian Murphy. Um, yeah, but Killian Murphy's just too good as Oppenheimer. I feel like you've. I feel like here's the thing with Killian Murphy, right? We're gonna get into it with Best Director as well. Um. What's his name? Hold on, hold on. Christopher Nolan. He does a really good job telling uh, Oppenheimer's story. But also, Killian Murphy makes you feel his story. 
because there's certain yeah. scenes in Oppenheimer that we cannot talk about that like you know it makes you feel like what he's going through through his mind because obviously he it's no secret he has a affair yeah it's called an affair he has an yeah. affair during his yeah, yeah. Uh, marriage and like when he's dating someone all this stuff so it makes you feel his story um so i'm i say killian murphy what about you i would agree to the other big name that could win uh paul giametti who i said from the holdovers he actually won the bafta award i believe it was so Killian Murphy won the Golden Globe and uh, Giametti actually won the other Golden Globe because they separated from like drama and comedy. So Killian Murphy won the drama one. So it could come down to one of those two. I think Killian Murphy's the favorite right now. And I would like to see that as well. I think he was spectacular in Oppenheimer. He carries that movie in a way. He's in nearly every single scene. And like you said, he just allows you to feel what Oppenheimer's feeling, even when he's not saying anything too. So he was spectacular and I think he should get the victory there. Actress in a leading role and we'll talk about one of the snubs in here. So, Annette Benning from Nyad and I don't think we mentioned Nyad earlier for supporting actress. I don't think these two have been nominated in other things, so that was a surprise for some people. Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon. She won the Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Drama. And she was not nominated at all in the BAFTA Awards. And that was uh, surprising to people. But she's nominated here. Sandra Holler in Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. And then Emma Stone in Poor Things. And... The snub that people are talking about. Margot Robbie was not nominated for her role in Barbie. That surprised people. Thoughts on her getting snubbed. And some people too are saying, how does Ryan Gosling get in and not Margot Robbie? Yeah, I feel like you need a nominator. Whether or not she's going to win, I feel like that's a different conversation. I feel like you, you... I don't think she would have won either, but I feel like yeah. for the movie it was this summer that you had to. You should you should have. Yeah. They didn't, obviously, clearly. But they should have. Because obviously you need a lead actor in a movie or actress. Sorry, lead actor or actress in a movie. And the fact that she was in one of the biggest movies of twenty twenty three and never got nominated for that. That's yeah, that's you needed to have her nominated. Like I said, we don't know if she would have won or not. I don't think she would have won personally, but I feel like you should have nominated her. Yeah, so she wouldn't have won. I'll get that out of the way. I think she was good in Barbie. I'll just talk about her performance real quick. I think she was very good. It wasn't like a performance where I'm like out of the theater. Okay, she's winning an award. I didn't get that impression. Even that with Ryan Gosling. I was like, they were very good, but like I wasn't thinking awards for these two. But, and also, too, they, one of the arguments I saw is, like, Barbie is just, like, a big money movie, and the Academy doesn't care for that, they, and they might credit it less, because all of it, all of it's just a big money movie, and nothing more, 
so they might credit it less for those reasons, and that's why I think it won't win later on. Because sometimes they don't care about the money tag. Look at superhero movies. I don't think it's a money... I think having the Barbie doll name didn't help. But I think it's a good story to tell. Hmm. Yeah. The way they did it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't even think Barbie is... Do you want to finish your thought? Well, I was going to say, like, the new Godzilla movie that's coming out with King Kong. The Kong and Godzilla movie coming out this May. Whatever. That's a cash grab. Like, they're not going to try to do anything special with it. It's a cash grab. I don't think Barbie was a cash grab, in my opinion. Yeah, it wasn't a cash grab, I would say. But I don't even think it was like a best picture movie. That's my opinion. We made our review. I gave it like a seven or something like that. I think it had plot problems, but it's, I think, getting recognition because one of how big it was. Two, you ha- it was like a woman lead, woman director. So it's definitely getting more recognition. But like you said, the Barbie doll name, I don't think speaks as highly to the Academy and it just being a big money movie. Which I don't think it is a big money movie, but that's how they might see it too. But she was not nominated, Margot Robbie, in here. The favorites are Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone. Uh, Emma Stone won the Golden Globe for a comedy movie, and she won the the next award too. So she's the favorite right now. So if she doesn't win, it's either her or Lily Gladstone winning this award. Directing. Barbie snub part two right here, according to some people. Anatomy of a Fall was nominated. Uh, Justine Triant was nominated. Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese, one of the most legendary directors of all time. He was nominated here. Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan. Poor Things from Yorgos Leitimos. That's the only time I'm going to try to pronounce his name. In the Zone of Interest from Jonathan Glazer. So Twitter was not happy with Greta Gerwig not being nominated here. And I am fine with these nominations. I don't think... I mean, Greta Gerwig was good. She was very good in directing the movie. I think she was. But like I said, I don't think Barbie is that incredible of a movie. I think it's good. But I also think it's only good for certain audiences, too. I don't think all audiences are going to like this movie as much or there'll be like a range people like you and me might just like it at most, but then certain other audiences will absolutely love it. Cough, cough, my sister. So I don't know. With Barbie? Her not being nominated. Yeah. With Barbie. I think it's one of those other things you have to nominate her. Here's the thing, right? If Barbie went to the theater and it made like $200 million, I would say, eh, I don't think it deserves. But I think the way Barbie did and the feedback it got and the way critics gave it on Rotten Tomatoes, it should have been, she should have been nominated. Yeah, I'm Avengers not saying she was going to win. Was never nominated. I, don't think she, <laughs> I know. 
But I, <laughs> I, this is different than Endgame, in my opinion. I think just the way this movie was, and the, with it being an all-female lead, a female director, and all this stuff, it, she should have been nominated. Like I said, I don't think she would have won. I think Christopher Nolan is going to win it because Christopher Nolan has been subbed so many years, and this is finally his year to win it. And I will say, like, there's a lot of CGI in Barbie. There's not. You can't deny it. And it is very cheesy at some points, but it's good at some points. If you really want to see Johnny and I's thoughts, we did a review back on Inside the Dome all the way back in July where we talked about Barbie. If you really want to go look at it. Um, but I think she should have been at least nominated. Yeah. The Academy um, does not care for <laughs> nominating Academy. women directors. I hate the Academy. <laughs> like, I seriously hate the Academy. Like, I should be part of the Academy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an argument. It was going to be debated. I wasn't expecting her name to be on here, and it didn't surprise me, but I know people would be upset. I think Christopher Nolan's going to win this, though. I think he's the favorite as well. He won the Golden Globe for it. So he was fantastic directing this yeah. movie. Utterly wow. fantastic. I think this is his to lose here. But final award. We got the final award. Best picture right here. Here are the nominees. American Fiction got nominated. Anatomy of a Fall got nominated. Barbie got nominated and technically margot robbie gets nominated here because she is a producer of this movie so technically margot robbie gets a nomination the holdovers got nominated killers of the flower moon got nominated maestro also maestro i never said it yet it's directed by bradley cooper as well and he is the main lead in that movie so little fun fact for you there oppenheimer nominated past lives nominated poor things in the zone of interest all nominated and the iron claw should have been up here too but the academy does not care for that movie but also so should have godzilla in my opinion but here's the thing you have to take a look at what was the best movies of the year and these were probably the best ones that came out of it i'm not saying the iron claw wasn't bad i'm not saying godzilla wasn't one but like I feel like, obviously, if you took out the Killers of the Fire Moon and you put in the Iron Claw, people are going to be like, why wasn't the Killers of the Fire Moon on here? You know? Yeah. I don't think it's... this would have... It's the same thing with Barbie, though. I feel like if they didn't put Barbie in, you know how many people would be so upset with it. And I think Barbie does yeah. deserve a nomination for uh, Best Feature, Best Picture. I am going to say that. But... um. Yeah, I if I guess just looking at Barbie's accomplishments alone, I think that's why it gets nominated at most. I think if you took out a movie like American Fiction or even Maestro and you put the Iron Claw in, I think people wouldn't have been as mad. At least I'm going off of Twitter reactions here. I was on Twitter all day. I was I was seeing. I was seeing what was trending, what was not, what people were mad about, what people were not mad about. The Iron Claw was trending at a point, so people were not happy with it getting no nominations. Godzilla Minus One got mentioned, too. And I think my prediction, 
Oppenheimer's winning it. And just with the trend of the awards, Oppenheimer's been winning too. So, especially if Christopher Nolan wins Best Director, that's a sign, usually in a lot of cases, that Oppenheimer would win Best Picture. That's not always certain, but it's very likely in all the all the nominations it's gone kind of similar to everything everywhere all at once last year it got nominated for nearly everything it won nearly everything it won best actress best supporting actress best supporting actor best director and best picture so if oppenheimer kind of has a sweep too i think it wins best picture here what's your prediction if you had a pick when I say this, I want you to say who your runner-up would be. Okay. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to agree with you. I think it's going to be Oppenheimer. I don't think Christopher Nolan has ever won a feature no. film. So this will be his year, I think. Because this isn't like a superhero movie. This isn't a... Uh, what's it called? Um, I'm, I'm choking here. It's not like Interstellar or something. This is... A story that tells, which the Oscar loves. They love, the Academy loves a story that tells. Obviously, you're probably like, Carlin, what the heck are you saying? Every movie every movie tells a story. Yes, but also, like, a superhero movie tells a superhero story. This is telling a story that you could watch it. Like, John and I could watch it. My grandfather could watch it the person 20 houses down on the left in my neighborhood could watch it like they would understand it without having to watch anything else and that's saying some other movies too but this the academy loves these type of movies and i think this year this is the reason why it's going to win and if i think it doesn't win it's going to get snubbed i don't think barbie's winning there's no way barbie wins um i think the killer of the fire moons would be a good runner up for it yeah, um, runner-up. It's hard because I haven't seen many of these, but judging from on nominations on reviews, nominations, and previous nominations, I would say the other top contenders. I think uh, The Holdovers is going to be a top movie. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. And I'd say uh, Poor Things as well could get nominated high. I'd say those three as well. So I'd also just look at the best directors and then yeah. just Over put them to the movie. Barbie ain't winning this one easily, but it got nominated. So definitely give it credit. Barbenheimer dominated. I think that's kind of, the, in terms of nominations, Barbenheimer dominated as well as it dominating last year of cinema as well. So those are the nominations. Any final thoughts with the nominations? March 10th, we will have a reaction. Well, actually, March 11th. John and I will probably uh, watch the Oscars together. Or we'll, yeah. we'll do something together because John will be home when the Oscars are on. And we'll be able to record an episode talking about the Oscars and who won, who had the, the most wins of the night and stuff. Now, obviously, if Oppenheimer goes in there and sweeps, we're going to be like, Oppenheimer won all of this. Okay, and this is what Oppenheimer didn't win. Uh, it's going to depend on how long the episode is, but we will have a reaction 
as well as the Grammys. Um, the Grammys will be happening this February. We will also have a reaction to winning who wins the Grammys. Um, obviously, there's not going to be a thing who was nominated because this show never existed. <laughs> but make sure you sure. stay tuned for that. Um, the only other thing I'm going to say is, is this dropping tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to drop Wednesday. So, as well, we are co-dropping the same time as this episode drops. So, make sure you go over to Inside the Dome and go check out what we were talking about on this week in the NFL. And go soon in for some special guest. We'll yes, get there. It's a, it's a good episode on Inside the Dome. Also dropping We have yet today. to record it, but it's going to be a big yeah. episode. <laughs> Yeah, we have not even recorded it yet from the time we are recording this right now. So definitely check that out. Check out Inside the Dome, as always. And also this week on Beyond the Dome, hopefully we might do our next TV show review as well. Depends if Carlin and I can finish it this week. Uh, Ted, we are going to be watching. So we might be doing that as well. In terms of new movies, we'll probably start in February with new movies dropping so we'll be trying to review the top movies dropping in theaters not the smaller ones interesting to us the most yeah even if it's just interesting and we see it we will review it and we might even just look back at some of these nominated movies too if we see them on streaming as well if we have the time so we might cover some of the nominated movies we covered all of them today so that's that's what we got planned, so definitely stay tuned. Make sure to follow the social medias, as always, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. You can find all those links in all of our podcast platforms for Beyond the Dome in our link in bio. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But I'm excited. It's movie season right here. People are going to get really mad with some of these winners and losers. People are already mad with the nominations. But we will see. We will see. But with Carlin Jacob, I am John Dodera. Have a great day, everybody. And see you next time on Beyond the Dome.